0: Welcome to the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. I am the Queen of Pep Talks, Jessica Battle, founder and CEO of the Join Jessica XO brand, where I coach, speak, and influence women to improve their mindsets so they can become happier, healthier, and more successful than ever before. I am obsessed with helping women create the unwavering ability to believe in themselves in order to achieve a life beyond their wildest dreams. Each week, I'll bring you a series of pep talks that will encourage you to break through your own limiting beliefs and help you develop the mindset that will allow you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. If you're looking to lose your own bullshit excuses, get out of your own way and grow into your infinite potential, well, then you're in the right place. Are you with me? Let's dive in. Hello, my love, and welcome back to another episode of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Happy Monday. I hope that your week is off to the most fantastic start. And I just want to send a little bit of extra love to any moms in my audience whose children are getting out of school for summer and you're maybe feeling a little bit overwhelmed and feeling like routines are changing and your normal day-to-day is being completely thrown off, I just again want you to know how much I admire you for doing the work that you are doing as a mom and just remind you that seasons in life are meant to be felt and they are meant to be experienced and they don't last forever. And sometimes it's easy to get overwhelmed in the current season that we're in and feel like, oh my gosh, how am I going to do this forever? But the reality is it's not forever. And I'm often reminding myself of that in obviously very different ways, but I still experience life in seasons. And I just want to send you a little bit of extra love right now. If you are a woman in my audience who is not a mom and just feeling overwhelmed by life right now, please know that I see you, I feel you. And I'm also just sending you so, so, so much love. We often have to remind ourselves. This is not forever and really deepen our belief that we can handle the things that we are given. I am constantly reminding myself that I would not be given challenges if I wasn't able to handle them and really working to see the difficulties and obstacles and challenges that I experience in my life as opportunities for growth and as a way for me to grow and improve as a human perspective is really powerful. I say that all of the time. And we do get to choose the perspective in which we see things. Sometimes we're looking at things based on. And sometimes we just need to turn around and look from a different perspective, right? Perspective is powerful, and it heavily impacts the way that you feel. So no matter what season of your life that you're in right now, this isn't about being toxically positive. It's not about pretending that there aren't issues or difficulties. But it is about deciding I want to feel better. So I'm going to choose to see a perspective that allows me to feel the way that I want to feel because you do play a role in that. Okay. We are quickly interrupting today's podcast episode to encourage and invite you to join us over inside of exclusive pep talks with the queen. If you cannot get enough of the episodes here on the queen of pep talks podcast, exclusive pep talks with the queen is a must join subscription for $7 a month. You get bonus episodes every single week. Every Tuesday, we drop a bonus motivational episode for you that will give you a fire pep talk and inspire you to be intentional and show up powerfully in your life. In addition to those weekly episode drops every other Friday, we also give you a full bonus episode answering, you guessed it, your questions inside of our members only Facebook community. You get to leave questions for me and I will record personalized episodes for you, answering your questions on anything you want to know. Ask me questions about relationship with food, mindset, body image, confidence, your business, anything you want to know, I am there to create personalized episodes for you. In addition to all of those bonus episodes every single month, we also do a hot seat Zoom coaching call every other month where you can come onto Zoom, bond with your exclusive pep talk sisters, and of course, get coaching support and guidance from me. Just $7. And when you subscribe, you get immediate access to all of the episodes that are over there awaiting you 30 plus bonus episodes right now, you would be insane to miss this opportunity. If you're wanting a space where you can come and get more personalized one-on-one support from me, that is incredibly accessible in terms of price point. Exclusive pep talks is the place for you to do it. You can subscribe via the link in the show notes. Okay. Now back to the episode. I am excited to share today's episode with you. I'm gonna be talking about two reasons that you may be struggling with all or nothing thinking. And you've heard me talk a lot about all or nothing thinking on the podcast. And it's especially relevant right now as I'm selling three promises for 30 days and we're really gonna be working on creating consistency. All or nothing thinking is one of the things that holds so many people back from actually creating the results that they want in their lives because they have this belief that, If they're not able to do everything perfectly, and they're not able to show up and give 150% effort, then there's just no point in trying. If you struggle with all or nothing thinking, then you live with the belief that there are only two options. You either do everything or you do nothing, and you really struggle to meet yourself in the middle. And you've heard me talk a lot about the gray area. I did an entire masterclass where the magic happens on finding the gray area. And it's something that I'm going to be teaching inside of Three Promises for 30 days as well, and helping you really uncover what are the other Options because you do have more than just two options in your life. There are more options than just doing everything and giving 150% effort and doing absolutely nothing and sabotaging yourself. There is an entire spectrum of choices between doing everything and doing nothing. And in order to create consistency in our lives and show up powerfully for ourselves from day to day, we have to begin to realize that we can choose other options on that spectrum, other than the two extremes. These are both very extreme ways of thinking, having an expectation for yourself that you're going to do everything perfectly all of the time. How unrealistic is that? But also on the flip side of that, as soon as you fall short, having this expectation that it's okay for you to just do nothing, not try and completely sabotage yourself. We don't want to live in extremes because extremes are not sustainable on either end. Neither of those extremes, trying to be perfect and doing everything or doing absolutely nothing, treating yourself like crap and sabotaging yourself, neither of those things actually feel very good, right? In the short term, for a day or two, it's like, oh, this feels amazing. But in the long run, if you were to continue to do those things for an extended period of time, you would find that you would actually be quite miserable, I don't know how many of you know my entire story around the first time that I lost weight, but when I was 19 years old and I went on my first weight loss journey and lost 100 pounds, I did not deviate from my plan that I created for myself for nine months. Nine months, I was working out, doing Taibo every single day, a lot of times twice a day, and doing the stupid fucking Special K diet where I was eating these two tiny bowls of cereal in one normal meal a day for nine months. I lost 100 pounds really quickly, but I was absolutely miserable along the way. So what do you think happened after living in that extreme of doing it all perfectly for nine months? What do you think happened when I got there? I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so happy for this to be over. I can't wait for my life to go back to normal. But my normal was sedentary and binge eating and emotionally eating. So what do you think happened? I very quickly put on the entire 100 pounds. There was no balance. There was no moderation. There was no consistency in creating actual lasting change. I used to always say that balance and moderation were not words that existed within my vocabulary because I only knew how to live my life one of two ways, doing absolutely everything or doing nothing at all. And I found that both of these were emotionally, mentally, and physically exhausting me. So I had to get curious about my own all or nothing thinking and my own perfectionism. And I teach a lot of these things inside of my courses and my programs and my masterminds and my master classes. And we're going to be talking a lot about these things inside of Three Promises for 30 Days. So again, if you want to join us, we start on Saturday. Link is in the show notes. If you resonate with living with all or nothing, thinking you need to be inside of Three Promises for 30 Days, because we're going to really work on helping you find a way to live your life that is balanced, where moderation exists, so that you can feel really good along the way. Because the truth in life is that we only do things that we actually enjoy doing or see better benefit in doing. And the only way that you're going to be consistent long term is if you find a way to enjoy the journey in getting to what it is that you want to achieve, because the work doesn't end when you get there. You've heard me say this a million times, the work must continue when you arrive, there's no finish line where you get to throw up your hands and say, hey, work is done. And if you do live with that way of thinking where you think when you get to the finish line, the work is over, You're still struggling with all or nothing thinking because you haven't realized that creating lasting change in your life is a forever journey that requires a forever commitment. But when you're living with all or nothing thinking and your only way of showing up for yourself is to do things perfectly all of the time, you're going to feel burnt out and you're going to think, well, I don't want to do this forever. When I had to have a hard conversation with myself and acknowledge after I gained 100 pounds back and say like, what in the world happened here? I had to be honest with myself and realize the only way that I knew how to show up was doing everything. And I was burnt out and I was exhausted and I was hungry and I was tired. So when I thought about making a lifelong commitment to creating this change in my life, I was like, fuck no. How can I make a lifelong commitment to this if I have to be perfect? How can I make a lifelong commitment if I have to live this way forever? Because this was horrible. But I didn't have to live that way forever. I could find a place in the middle where balance and moderation existed. Where I could show up at 30% one day and 30% was good enough. Where I could show up at 20% and 20% was good enough and 100% and that was good enough. Knowing that my energy and my effort is going to ebb and flow from day to day and having this expectation that I'm always going to do things perfectly or I'm just not going to do anything at all was me actively self sabotaging myself. So these are two reasons that I deeply believe that you and most people are struggling with all or nothing thinking where you feel this desire in your life to go balls to the wall and flip your life upside down and make a complete 180 overnight. Reason number one is that you waited until you were miserable as fuck to do something about changing or improving your life. When we wait until we are absolutely miserable and we can't stand to look at ourselves for another single second until we decide I'm going to do something to change this, We want to hurry up and get where we want to go as quickly as possible. So we think, what is the most extreme route that I can take? Because in our minds, we've connected that an extreme route means quick, fast results. And we believe that quick, fast results means I get to get away from this place where I'm feeling so fucking miserable right now. If you have been telling yourself for the last month or last six months or last year of your life that you are going to start working towards something or that there is something in your life that you want to change and you have yet to take steps towards creating that change, you are actively making yourself more miserable while while promising yourself you're going to go do something and then breaking that promise. Every time that you tell yourself, I'm going to start working towards, or I'm going to go do this, or I'm going to try this, or I'm going to start blah, 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 blah. Every time that you do that, you're making a commitment to yourself. And what happens when you don't follow through is you're breaking the commitment. And every time that you break a commitment to yourself, you are damaging the relationship that you have with yourself. You're telling yourself, you're actively telling yourself, I want this. I care about this. I know that this would make my life better. And then when you decide to not follow through, you are actively telling yourself, you're not worth it. You don't deserve it. You're not good enough to have it. You don't care enough about yourself to show up and actually do it. What do you think that that is doing to the relationship that you have with yourself? If you were in a relationship with a partner for a decade that kept doing that to you, how would you feel about yourself? And do you yet have the realization that every time you make a promise to yourself and break that commitment, you are doing the same thing to you? actively breaking yourself down, telling yourself that you're not good enough, you're not worthy enough, you don't deserve it, you don't care enough about yourself, you don't love yourself enough to show up for yourself, which you're then making mean that you're not worth love. And then there goes your self-worth, and there goes your confidence, and there goes your belief in yourself. You're actively knocking yourself down every time that you do this. And eventually there comes a point where we are so miserable with ourselves that we can't take it anymore. This is what happened the first time I went on my weight loss journey. I was so miserable within myself. I could not stand to look in the mirror. I was 19 years old, 280 pounds. I was binge eating on almost a daily basis. I was being degraded by people that I was in relationships with. I felt horrible about myself. And I had this belief that if I just hurry up and get there, I'm going to feel differently about myself. But what I fail to realize is that I'm going with me no matter where I go and changing my body doesn't actually change the way that I feel about myself, which is a story for another time and a topic for another time. But you have to stop waiting until you're completely miserable and can't stand to look at yourself for another single second before you decide that you're going to do something about changing your life. We have this fucked up perception that the only time that we should want change is when we're miserable. No, you get to want change because you want change. You do not have to be miserable or unhappy to want to change something in your life. You get to go on a journey of growth and transformation just because you want to. Things in your life can be great. There have been many journeys that I've gone on recently. My life is fantastic, but I've still gone on a journey to healing and changing and improving because I wanted to, not because I'm miserable, not because I hate myself, but because I love myself enough to know there's a new level for you to step into. And approaching and creating change from that space is very different than approaching and creating change from a place of misery. Because when you're in a place of misery and you decide to start, you want to try and get where you want to go as fast as you possibly can. So you flip your entire life upside down and you try and do every single thing that you can imagine that is going to make you feel better Which leads to complete burnout because it's not sustainable. And sometimes when we're very miserable, we become very motivated. And when we're very motivated, we're able to show up and put in this extreme level of effort. But that extreme level of effort is unsustainable. So that extreme level of effort shows you, oh, okay, I can show up perfectly. And then as soon as you fall short of that, you're like, well, what's wrong with me now? Well, nothing is wrong with you. It just wasn't sustainable. So please stop waiting until you're miserable. Learn to change your life the moment that you feel the desire to change your life. Learn to make a commitment to yourself and follow through with it so that you're not actively damaging the relationship you have with yourself. Okay? The second reason that I believe people struggle with all or nothing thinking is that they believe they'll be happier when they get there. So these two really are intertwined in a deep way, right? If you're miserable and you think you're going to be happy when you get somewhere else, of course, you're going to be in a rush to get there. But what so many people fail to realize is that going somewhere else in your life does not make you happier. Getting somewhere other than where you are right now does not change the way that you feel about yourself. And a really beautiful example of this is weight loss, because so many women think a smaller body equals a happier life. And if I just lose weight, then I'm going to be happier. But what they fail to realize is that if they're not working on themselves internally at the same time... Nothing is actually going to feel different when you arrive. The first time that I lost 100 pounds, I thought stepping on the scale that day would immediately turn my life into sunshine, butterflies, rainbows, pots of gold, and freaking unicorns. I had this belief that arriving at this place where I was 100 pounds smaller, my life would just be better. But I hadn't done any of the work on myself to actually experience a better life. Just because you go through a physical transformation does not mean that internally the way that you feel changes. So we have to let go of this idea that we'll be happy when. It's time to stop saying that to yourself. I'll be happy when I lose 100 pounds. I'll be happy when my business makes $100 million. I'll be happy when I have a nicer house. I'll be happy when I have a better job. I'll be happy when I find the perfect partner. I'll be happy when whatever it is, whatever your fill in the blank is, we have to stop with the I'll be happy when because what happens when we attach this belief of happiness to the end result, we're then dependent on the end result to be happy, which is bullshit. We shouldn't be dependent on something outside of us down the line to feel and experience happiness in our lives. We have to learn to recognize that happiness is not there waiting for you. Happiness is something that you are required to create within yourself. And it requires an everyday level of effort and intentionality. Happiness is a feeling just like every other feeling. It comes and it goes. It's not something that we find and hold on to and get to think, oh, I get to keep this forever. You have to let go of the rush to get where it is that you want to go. Because when you're in a rush, you're thinking again about an extreme approach. And the more extreme your approach, the less likely it is that you are going to be able to sustain that long term. What do you care more about? You have to ask yourself this question honestly. What do you care more about? Hurrying up and getting to a result or creating lasting, sustainable change that you can maintain for the remainder of your life? Which do you care more about? Aren't you tired of taking five, 10, 15 steps forward only to sabotage yourself and end up right back where you started? That's not consistency. That's not sustainability. That is perfectionism. That is all or nothing thinking. And that is self-sabotage. And that is you actively standing in your own way of creating the results that you want in your life. You have to let go of this idea that you can only do everything or you can only do nothing. And you have to start thinking about what are the other possibilities? Can I give 90%? Yes. Can I give 10%? Yes. Can I give 80%? Yes. Can I give 20%? Yes. But the problem for a lot of people is that they don't see value in 10, 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80% effort. They only see value in 90, 95, 100% effort. But your expectation of yourself that you are only going to live your life between 90 and 100% effort is completely unrealistic. 100% 100% unrealistic. And it's not going to help you create the life that you want for yourself, the life that you want for yourself, the way that you want to feel requires doing the inner work, working on the relationship you have with yourself, changing your self-talk, shifting your perspective, and learning to show up consistently, which means that you are showing up on a daily basis in some capacity for yourself, and you learn to stop the self-sabotaging behaviors. You learn to see value in 10% effort. You learn to see value in 50% effort because you know It's unrealistic for you to be able to give 100% every single day. If you want to achieve what you want in life, the perfectionism has to go. The all or nothing thinking has to go. But you first have to acknowledge that you've been behaving in this way. And deep down, you know, if, if listening to this episode today resonated with you, you know that this is you and something that you struggle with. When are you going to decide that you're going to do what it takes to change these behaviors? Because pushing harder... And trying to hold yourself to the standard of perfection is not helping. It's about shifting the way that you think. It's about improving the relationship you have with yourself. You can have all the strategy in the world and knowing how to get where you want to go. But if you don't work on the way that you think, you will never get there. And if you don't learn to create consistency and sustainability and lasting change, you're going to keep living in the cycle of getting there and reverting back, getting there and reverting back. And that's exhausting because you prove to yourself that you're capable of working hard. And then you wonder what's wrong with you when you can't keep it up. You're not meant to keep up perfect. You're meant to learn to embrace every level of effort that you can put in and accept that as valuable and beneficial and worth showing up for. Okay. If this episode resonated with you, I am really going to encourage you again to jump into three promises for 30 days. This is going to be a 30 day accountability challenge where we're going to be talking about all different sorts of things like this around changing your mindset so that you can become a person who is consistent AF in her life. It is going to be such a good course. And what a beautiful opportunity. 30 days of accountability for $33 you'd be crazy to miss this. Okay. I love you guys so very much. If you have not already left a rating and review on the queen of pep talks podcast, it would mean so much to me. If you did, I appreciate you and your support here and on social media and in life more than, you know, I've been having this conversation a lot with my clients lately. It's very fascinating how strangers on the internet will support you more than most people that you know in your real life. And many of you are strangers on the internet who I've never even spoken to. A lot of you recently have been reaching out and telling me that you listen to the podcast, and I've never spoken to you before. And I just want you to know how much that means to me and how grateful I am to have the opportunity to connect with you because I know that there are incredible, beautiful humans behind the other side of these episodes. And one difficult thing about podcasting is you don't really get to connect with your audience audience. The way that you would like to, I want to connect with you. If I've never spoken to you, if you've never sent me a message on Instagram, this is your invitation to do it. I would love to hear from you and know that this podcast is playing a role in your life and is bringing value and perspective shifts and influence and impact to you. It means so much to me, and I'm so appreciative of you for being here. And I would love the opportunity to thank you for supporting me and my business by being a part of the Queen of Pep Talks podcast. Okay, I love you guys so much. Have the best Monday of your whole entire life. And I'll talk to you soon. See ya. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you were inspired by today's pep talk, be sure to share it with me by leaving a rating and review on iTunes so I can keep the encouragement coming your way. I hope you know that your support in helping me grow the podcast this year. It means so much to me. If we aren't already connected on social media, head over to join Jessica XO on Instagram or join the join Jessica XO free Facebook community for even more content that will inspire you to show up in your life to the best of your ability. Make sure you check out the show notes of today's episode for links to freebies, upcoming opportunities to work with me and ways that we can stay connected outside of the podcast. I love you so much. And I cannot wait to chat with you on the next episode of the queen of pep talks podcast. In the meantime, go fuck this day up in the best way possible.